Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Post has hired a new baseball writer, and it's Lynn Worthy, formerly covered the Royals, for the Kansas City Star. And Lynn joins us now on the Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Lynn, we haven't had the opportunity to meet yet. It's great to have you with us on the show. Thanks for your time this morning. How's it going? Good. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, Holy cow, you walked into a situation with this (laughs) job that I'm sure that you didn't expect. Yeah, it's uh, it's been interesting, uh, to say the least. A lot uh, different than what I expected, uh, than a lot of people expected, I would say. Lynn, what has the mood been like around the ball club? Because obviously you had the, we, we've been using the word kerfuffle with, with <laughs> Wilson Contreras over the weekend. Uh, all the conversation that came out about that. How has it kind of flipped? Because they're starting to win now. Has it changed a little bit in that in that clubhouse? I think um, there was always a sense that they were going to turn it around, or at least that's what you heard from guys. I mean, whether that's from all the all the way down to guys in the clubhouse, there was a sense that they, they were too good of a club for that to continue. I mean, you talk about an eight-game losing streak, and, you know, just it seemed like they were finding different ways for things to go wrong. Um, they, they figured that that was going to have to stop at some point. Um, I think it was just a matter of how – big of a hole they might dig before they got it turned around, where they could get it turned around consistently and go on a run. Um, but they knew that that was going to stop. So I don't, I don't think that this was a surprise. I think it was just a matter of how long it took them to sort of get on track. And now it's a matter of, okay, are they back on track? Is it going to be up and down? Are they going to be able to do this consistently? Well, Lynn, we've been talking a lot this morning about starting pitching, especially Jack Flaherty's outing last night. And I was reading your article and you put in his 12 and his past 12 innings. Flaherty has allowed 31 base runners, a dozen of them coming Tuesday night. And I like what you said here for the third consecutive start. He played Frogger. That kind of seems like a good way to describe it, right? Well, well, that was actually uh, our call, my colleague Derek Gould who was, uh, wrote last night's game story. But um, I know he's, uh, you know, Jack. He had a couple of strong starts early, and then he had that the last one in St. Louis that was um, things went a little sideways on him, and uh, that's the one where afterwards, you know, he mentioned sort of the staff struggles and the two strike pitches and. And it seemed like was he questioning what the some of the the, the strategy or some of the pitch calling? Um, and it wasn't totally clear. You know, like, okay, are you saying something about like the way some of the changes? And you know, he sort of left vague. Um, but yeah, he's uh, you know even at the strong starts early, he was working around a lot of walks, and so um, that was the interesting thing. As I'm watching last night, was trying to figure out like okay, you know, and I think you guys have touched on it, the velocity thing. It's like, well, was that because he was having some issues with command and he was taking a little bit off of it? And I think they even said that during the broadcast. Was he taking a little bit off of it to try and get better control? Like, you you don't know until you ask. And so it was, it was just interesting to see, you know, all season how he's been developing or how he's been progressing and, you know, the good starts, the, the, the bad starts, getting out of trouble. But 
his tendency to be able to come up with double plays, it seems like, all the time. Uh, it's just an interesting uh, start to a season for him. Um, and, you know, just the fact that he's back healthy and is making, you know, cons- uh, consistent starts is one thing, but then also just the, the way those starts have gone has been really interesting just because it's not the same script anytime. Lynn, I think it's also been interesting to watch the bullpen. You, you, it seems as though Ali is trying to find the right pieces. You know, you, you bring guys up, you send guys down. You have Jordan Hicks, who has done poorly to start the season, but started to pick up. And then it just feels like every time you throw a guy out there after he has some good days, sometimes he gets beat up. And it's, it, it, what have you seen from the bullpen and how they're trying to figure out who's going to be in in what roles and what times? Yeah, they've. I mean, I think the guys that you know you want to count on, you know, um, Giovanni Gallegos and, and Ryan Helsley, um, have been pretty solid. I mean, of course, everybody, you know, any reliever is going to have their hiccups. They're going to have, you know, some bomb saves. Um, but I think trying to to figure out how map out how to get to those guys, um, how to work through certain situations. I mean, I think was it the last homestand, the perfect example. People were surprised about Helsley coming in in that, uh, I believe it was the, the seventh inning. Mm-hmm. And I think in Marmol's mind, part of that was like, okay, if Jordan Hicks was able to get through that seventh inning, which is what they had, they had Hicks out there. They're hoping he gets through that inning. If he gets through that inning, the plan would have been, then they would have gone to Geo and then bring Ryan Helsley in to finish it. But at that point where Hicks was starting to get a little shaky, he went to Helsley to try and stop things right there Otherwise, he's worried that you don't get to Helsley at the end because at that point the game might have gotten away from you. So he's bringing them in at that spot to try and hold it right there. Um, and then, you know, I think it was that was the day that um, things went uh, a little bit rocky with uh, with Geo after the fact. And so, you know, it's it's you got a couple of guys that you know for sure you can count on it's trying to get to those guys and try to make sure that you use those guys in the best possible spots to give you a chance to win is sort of what they've been working through. And then ups and downs. I mean, Hicks, you know, they're starting to use him in big situations again, but there was a point in time where that was, that was going to be one of the last options to come out there. And then, you know, like last night, Chris Stratton, all of a sudden, you know, he's, he sort of worked his way into the circle of trust, you know, it's, <laughs> um, it's interesting. And then, you know, they, they bring Palante back. He was the guy they going into the season, thought you were going to be able to count on him. He had some hiccups, um, you know, that that, uh, that outing um, where he gives up the big home run um, in a key spot, and then he ends up getting sent down partially just because, you know, they needed fresh arms. Um, so it's, there's been moving parts. There's been a lot of guys they've been trying to sort through, okay, who can we trust, who can we count on, and how can we use, you know, the two guys that we think we can count on to the best of the ability to try and get wins. Lynn Worthy of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch with us on 101 ESPN. And, Lynn, we're talking about getting to the bullpen, and obviously the starting pitching is going to be key there. The Cardinals, after 37 games, are 13-24. and 24. They would have to, uh, if my math is correct here, they would have to go uh, – they could only have eight losses in their next 37. They'd have to go 29-8 uh, over their next 37 to get back. So uh, do you think the starting pitching is there for the Cardinals to be able to put together a run where they could win uh, – 15 of 19 to get back to 500? Well, I mean, just, you know, um, uh, probability-wise, I mean, you, you probably wouldn't bet on that, but at the same time, I think their pitching is, is better than what it has shown. I think Miles Michaels got off to a slow start. Nobody wants to use the WBC as an excuse, but he was also one of those guys that not only did he go, but his usage in the WBC was just sort of erratic compared to what you would have expected if he was on a, a regular spring training schedule. 
Um, so the first couple starts of the season were a little bit rocky, but it seems like he's gotten more back on track. His last few starts out, he had a really good start on the road. Um, you know, he's he's starting to look more like what you would expect from him. Um, we're just starting to see Wayno back in the rotation again, too. So you, you, know, you swap out Woodford from Wayno. Uh, you expect to get consistent starts, consistent performance from Wayno. He had a strong start up until late into the, his first start and you know and also the defense sort of let him down a little bit there as well um so the, the pitching you know whether or not they have pitch, uh, enough pitching to go on that type of a run you know it's hard to predict that with any pitching staff because you know it's ups and downs but i think it's better than what we saw early in the season and then also there's the big variables of you know whether jack has an, an up and down night whether Steven Matz, you know, his last time out looked really good. The time before that, you know, got got beat up early. Um, and then, you know, the one most consistent guy, Jordan Montgomery, it seemed like he's, he's one of those guys, like if everybody was pitching the way he was pitching, you say, yeah, they'd, have, they'd be able to go on that sort of a run. But you just, you know, you don't have that. Hey, Lynn, welcome to the St. Louis sports scene. We're thrilled to have you here and thrilled to have you with us on the opening drive for the first time. Thanks so much, and we'll see you at the ballpark. All right. Look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Lynn Worthy from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch with us on 101 ESPN.